0: What's your guilty pleasure? Me? I don't have one. You're listening to Guiltless Pleasures, an unapologetic pop podcast with Bobby Asin. Hello everyone and welcome back to another week of Guiltless Pleasures. It is me, your host, Bobby Asin, and this will be the last episode that I record here in Orlando, Florida which is a little crazy because in one week, meaning Sunday the 28th, I will be arriving in New York City. So hopefully I can bring on some guests, aka my roommate once again, Ricky Reyes, and Isabel should be there. So that will be very exciting. We are going to be giving our intentions in a moon ceremony. It's a full moon that night and it's Lady Gaga's birthday, so it's gonna be a good time, everyone. So I look forward to that happening. What I am not looking forward to is packing my life in three suitcases, but I'm going to make it work and it'll all be fine. It's just that I have way too many clothes, but to prepare my move to New York City, I have been watching a show for the first time. I have talked about wanting to watch it in the past few episodes, but I've officially started Broad City, and that is my current guiltless pleasure. I already am in season three. I've been watching a season per day, pretty much. So it is very easy to say that I am in love with Broad City. If you do not know what Broad City is, it is a sitcom style show that came out around 2009. It actually has two main characters, Liana and Abby and they are living in New York City and you get to see their friendship and their attempt to make it in New York City which is actually inspired based on Glazer and Jacobson's real life friendship and their story trying to make it in New York City. It has five seasons and it ended in March of 2019 so I am late to the game but I am glad to say that I am officially watching it. and. I have so far really liked that you can do whatever you want while watching it and the episodes don't have to be in order. But I will say towards the end of season two and season three now, you do have to watch them in order because people's relationships have changed to a point where you actually need to keep up in order. I just really hope that when I live in New York with Ricky, that our life seems to be just as fun and interesting and that we keep that uh, positive outlook on life as they do on the show because it's very fun to watch their story and I'm sure that we will have just as crazy as stories if not crazier. (laughs) So I will be doing things a little different this week. I'm actually going to start out with our pop culture recap and at the end I'm going to go over the main topic for this week which is actually going to be the scandals of Real Housewives of Dallas. I know you guys have probably (laughs) heard me talk about Housewives majorly for the past three weeks, so I thought I'd put it at the end this week and put the recap in the beginning to keep the flow going, but I want to talk about things that have come to an end this week, and that has to do with The Bachelor. We do know that Matt James has chose his Bachelor, but it did not go according to plan due to some issues with racism, so in the end, he did lose, but just lost on love I don't think he lost on that much I should clarify on that I will say though he lost love as soon as he got rid of Abigail a couple episodes ago I was not ever okay with that but we do know that we have two bachelorettes and they will not be competing for the same contestants, which I've heard they have done in the past. So many viewers are happy to hear about that, but I am not happy to hear that Katie will be one of the Bachelorette contestants, or main people, I should say, because if you haven't caught on already from my Twitter or how I have talked about her previously in the podcast, I am not a fan. If you watch High School Musical, she is the Gabriella. And a Gabriella is a person who sabotages everyone else but acts well innocent and says they had no idea it was going on but then tries to take everything away from everyone who has worked harder to get where they are supposed to be. So that is Katie to me in a long story short. But yes, we have two bachelorettes. We have Katie and we have Michelle. I really hope that we get to see more personality from Michelle on her own season and I will watch hers but I say right now I won't watch Katie's but somehow I feel like I'll end up hate watching it but the reality is my friend is in New York City watches it every week and I'm sure I'll be watching it with her so I will just be suffering through it and I might not be able to talk about the podcast because I just want to be that negative every week you know but maybe she'll surprise me and I'll end up loving her but I really think this might be it for me the bachelor franchise until it's The Bachelor because I just think it's tanking I don't know we also know that Chris Harrison is not going to be on the next seasons of The Bachelorette but we also have learned that he has recently hired a new lawyer and they are supposed to help him with some type of case against The Bachelor we just don't know what but he is going to be working with power attorney Brian Friedman, who was the same lawyer who represented Gabrielle Union in her recent dispute with America's Got Talent at NBC. So that report is according to page six. And according to their insiders, he is planning on revealing the secrets of The Bachelor and you know going after the franchise, which I don't know how you can go after the franchise you've worked for for so long. Because obviously you had to be loyal and you had to agree with it to be there for that long so there's anything to reveal that's a secret or a scandal then you should have came forward a little earlier Chris Harrison but I will be interested to see what comes of this of course those the rumors from the inside sources according to page six all we do know right now is that he has hired a lawyer to take legal action but we don't know officially what for yet I want to segue from The Bachelor to some relationship news that's on a positive note. Bethany Frankel appears to be engaged to Paul Burnin as she is wearing her big rock on her wedding finger, so who knows if that's actually official or not, but they've been back together as you've heard from this podcast, and I think they are officially engaged, but there just hasn't been an official word we do have official word though that Bella Thorne is now engaged to her boyfriend Benjamin Mascalo so congratulations to them and in sad news Tinsley Mortimer and Scott Cluth have called their engagement off and I'll say again um, and they apparently have been split for months but just have now made the decision public so I have mixed feelings for this I don't necessarily care for Scott that much I think that Tinsley was settling but if she fell in her heart that that was her soulmate I would you know definitely support them I just am saddened to see that something so strong and back and forth is you know officially over again because clearly they love each other and they've been trying to make it work so I really have sympathy for Tinsley right now and right now everyone's talking about, oh, will she make a return to Real Housewives of New York? I'm interested because she breached her contract. She left the show like, mid-season to be with Scott, and Bravo was lucky enough to you know, not charge her with anything, or I don't know. I mean, like, they didn't go after her. But clearly, they liked her enough to have her back at the reunion, but you saw castmates like Dorinda get really upset over this, And have a lot of ill will towards Tinsley because she left mid-season and nothing happened to her and that there was no consequence or I think there is consequences that have been taken legally to different housewives in the past for leaving um, and not finishing their contract so I'm interested to see what the future is with that I would love to see cameos of her I think Real Housewives of New York already finished filming but I would love to see Tinsley come back this season or the following season But hopefully her and Scott can make it work. Another Scott that's on my mind is Scott Disick, who we have learned from the opening episode of the final season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yes, the final season has started. Has admitted that Sophia Richie made an ultimatum of her or Kourtney Kardashian. Obviously, you have to pick the person who is the mother of your children. I guess in some cases someone wouldn't do that, but... He is obviously very involved in the family still, and especially the Kardashian family. Like, I can't imagine him not being part of Courtney's life. They have so much history, and they co-parent so well. I mean, from what I see on the show, I don't actually know them. But I also get why Sophie Richie would be uncomfortable with the whole situation. But that's the situation you get yourself in when you date someone who has kids. So, yeah. Alright, I want to move along on some pop culture updates. We now know that Beyoncé sent Taylor Swift a flower arrangement to congratulate her on album of the year. The notes saying, Taylor, congratulations on your Grammy. It was great seeing you on Sunday night. Thank you for always being so supportive. Sending love to you and your family. B. Also, I don't get why people are like attacking Taylor Swift for the way she claps or applaud, or yeah, applauded Beyoncé i mean sometimes i clap my hands like snow white so i guess i don't have room to talk but speaking of album of the year the person who was snubbed for norman fucking rockwell released a brand new album this week called chemtrails over the country club and if you have not heard it yet you are missing out don't worry if you listen to it you'll get sad you'll get happy you'll get horny All the great feels. I highly recommend it. Apparently, White Dress is becoming a new TikTok trend because people think that song is horrible. But I loved the new album. I will say that I'm also excited that on June 1st, she has her next album coming out called Rock Candy Sweet. I feel really bad that all of her publicity was taken away by such negative articles. But... We do know that she is going to have her new album, which is going to be challenging the accusations of her cultural appropriation and glamorizing domestic abuse. And we have a statement from her saying, just want to say thank you again for the kind articles like this one and reminding me that my career was built on cultural appropriation and glamorizing domestic abuse. I will continue to challenge those thoughts on my next record, June 1st, Rock Candy Sweet." She additionally posted a screenshot and wrote, you're right, it would be unnecessary if no one had significantly criticized everything about the album to begin with, but you did, and I want revenge. So, I'm very excited for this album. It'll come out, you know, seven days before my birthday. I would say it's a party album for me, but I'm sure it's probably gonna be really slow, and you can't really party to long, right? unless you're, like, on drugs, but... Who knows? I'll be turning 26, so bring the drugs, everyone. Just kidding. Well, maybe. But speaking of birthdays, Paris Hilton celebrated her birthday this week, her 40th birthday, that is, which she will be celebrating all month. But the best part is, when I listened to This Is Paris podcast about her birthday episode, we learned that Emma Roberts was attending, and and that emma roberts has said that she would love to be on paris hilton's podcast the way i'm going to die because my two favorites are going to make a podcast together also girls i'm ready for either one of you to be a guest on guiltless pleasures i know you follow me on twitter and stuff so listen up have your people call my people and by that i mean myself before i go into real housewives i just want to say i want people to stop tweeting about people wanting oprah and britney Spears to have an interview so bad cause it's gonna help her so much and change her life and blah 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 all right people if you are in the middle or in the middle of a lawsuit do you think you can just reveal all these secrets on television for the whole world to see how would that help her in court like literally think, I just it blows my mind how people think like oh yeah she could just do an interview. Britney Spears hasn't done full interviews besides a few minor appearances after the Circus album. She's done like Gangnam Style on the Ellen Show. She's gone to the mall with Ellen. She's gone Jimmy Fallon by going to his house and dancing on his bed in the middle of the night to surprise him because his wife set it up. But she doesn't do interviews first of all. And I don't think she can. It's like, oh my God. I just want people to stop thinking that that's the best idea in the world and that no one's thought about it before. Okay, now I can talk about Real Housewives. So this week, Real Housewives of Atlanta aired and we got to see Cynthia Bailey's wedding that was not able to be filmed by Bravo, which was because she had a pandemic wedding. But they say that they used home Video footage, which is definitely done by a professional, and they filmed the entire wedding experience. You got to see appearances from people such as Southern Charm stars, stars from Real Housewives of Potomac. We got to see some past housewives from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Everyone and their brother was at this wedding, which I mean, you probably shouldn't have a COVID wedding, but This one looked really nice, question mark. But yes, uh, we got to watch Cynthia Bailey's wedding. I'm very glad that she is happy in her marriage and that she could have a second wedding that was with the budget that she had wanted maybe for the first one. And I hope it is a lot better than her time with Peter because Cynthia Bailey is amazing and deserves the world. I love her so much. And yeah, I was super glad to see that this episode I am over Kenya trying to expose the bachelorette party because, once again, as I said it before, I'll say it again, what happens at the bachelorette party should it stay at the bachelorette party, and they made that clear by turning the cameras off on the show and having them stop filming the part they didn't want to be filmed, so clearly it was meant to be private. Now going into some Real Housewives of Orange County news, Vicky Gundelson has said that she had a contract signed by both parties in February for the new show which is going to be the real housewives all-stars on a private island she said that when she signed in february covid had hit and then dot 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 crickets that's an actual quote that she has said and she wrote this on instagram and she also responded to a tweet that said repost this if you think it's bullshit that vicky isn't on housewife spinoff And Vicky responded saying, it's bullshit, (laughs) exclamation mark, exclamation mark. So clearly she's very upset. I'm upset. I think she would be great because I think it's so dumb that they're trying to cast current housewives. We only know that Luann is the confirmed housewife so far. And I really just don't understand why we would want current housewives, like bring back the girls from the past, like make it interesting. We haven't seen them in a while they're usually gone because they were so problematic so it's just upsetting to me I would have loved to have seen Vicky imagine Vicky and Tamara together again on this island causing trouble and whooping it up but we shall see poor Vicky gets you know cut again but that's bravo for you but we love bravo Now, in this week's episode of Real Housewives of Dallas, we got to see Tiffany have a birthday party which ended in a big explosion because Mama D and Deandra had a fight over how she chose to have the last name Simmons just to gain money and to have a successful name behind her. If that is the case, I don't blame her. I wouldn't care. I would just own it. But I also understand the sensitivity because her father has passed on using that as an excuse to you know take his success away not away you can take success away from someone who has passed but to use it to brand yourself i should say now this is the end of my pop culture recap because now i'm going to go into what has actually happened in current day of real housewives of dallas and boy is it juicy so this week there has been a big scandal on Brandy and Stephanie's husbands, you have Travis, and actually, I can't remember Brandy's husband's name. I'm about to read it to you though in a second, but there has been some juicy gossip and video proof of a cheating scandal going on between the husbands, not with each other, but with other women that they are going on vacations and such with. So let's get into it. For me, all this drama started when I was on a instagram page called bravo and cocktails where we find a video in vegas of brandy's husband whose name is brian who was dancing and kind of feeling up a girl in the club i can't find when this video took place but since then i have received lots of you know insta stories and shares from people that are very interested like i am But the story kind of twists and turns because it's also a rumor that Brandy has been unfaithful to her husband as well. So there is a quote from someone, it's like a text message, we don't know who it's from and it says this, and I quote, I will say this though, Brandy and I have a mutual friend that she met in Nashville when she took Brian to the NBA draft a couple years ago. My friend and country music songwriter met at the same bar that my friend's wife was a bartender. Now what I heard from my friend is that he told his brother he hooked up with her in Dallas when they did a show in Texas. Stephanie was with Brandy, but Brandy left with my friend. Look up Taylor Phillips, blue check and all, wrote hits for Luke Bryan, Hurricane by Luke Combs, and Kane Brown is his BFF and wrote a lot of songs. Kane's wife is best friends with Taylor's wife, Jordan. Because of this, Taylor and his wife moved out of Nashville and are building a home in Sanford, North Carolina. Taylor's wife is Jordan Mackenzie Bellamy, now in real estate. Now that is the end of the quote, but if you look at the actual post from All About TRH, for The Real Housewives, you'll see they posted screenshots of... You know this musician 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 taylor phillips and brandy commenting on there like can't wait y'all rocked last night good times with amazing people commenting love y'all on their post, and yeah so he apparently deleted his instagram when this all came out but there's more to it and apparently they can't post because the person who gave them the information, you know, this blog slash Instagram, has not got permission to drop the new scandal that they have found out. Now, additionally, we have this from Bravo's and Cocktails. It is a past tweet that says, my roommate was out to dinner in Dallas. We are now open to 25% capacity. And she says that both Stephanie Holman and Brandy Redmond's husbands were out to dinner with two women Who are not their wives my roommate said they were all over the women and they were not hiding it or being discreet at all i hate posting this because i am a huge stephanie stamp but i think we were already hearing about the rumors of travis being unfaithful so there's been multiple sources about this and multiple pictures and videos of these men on dates with other women and i mean maybe they're in open relationships i don't know but the biggest you know jaw-dropping thing to me was people speculating that their new son I should say their new son um, well Bruin who is Brandy and Brian's son is rumored to actually be Brian and his affairs child and that's why they adopted him and my friend Brooke brought up a good point that maybe the reason when they found out the woman who gave birth to Bruin was pregnant again, they actually said on the show that they wouldn't adopt unless it was the same father. And it wasn't the same father, which is concerning because then that means maybe it wasn't Brian. And that's the only reason why they didn't adopt Bruin's sister from, you know, this rumored woman who. Brian is having an affair with so there's a lot of speculation there and Leanne from Real Housewives of Dallas who was you know fired has said that she knows that the child is from Brian's affair and that Brandy and him adopted the baby because they wanted another child and it just fit the situation. And Leanne also said that she thinks Carrie is still chirpy. So I mean she clearly has not learned her lesson and may just be looking for attention and to get her name in the headlines, which would be working. But I also want to say that whoever's working on Stephanie and Brandy's like PR team, meaning their Instagram at least, are going like nuts deleting all these comments constantly because they are still posting pictures with their husbands and there's only positive comments on it, and every comment on the posts are replied to at least on stephanie's page every comment has been replied to this is like thanks babe and people like relationship goals and she's like oh thank you love like god bless and all this stuff so good for their team for covering their asses but i don't think we're ever even going to see the scandal on the show they already obviously finished filming the season brandy said she's leaving i think she's actually leaving because this is all coming out and she knew it was going to come out but then that has me scared that she won't show up to the reunion, which she needs to go to the reunion because it's her last season, and she needs to, you know, approach all these rumors and end the speculation and say whether or not that it's true there is a cheating scandal or they are in an open relationship or just try to explain to us what is going on because this has been the biggest shocking information I think Dallas as a show has ever had. But recently, Stephanie Hallman has, you know reached out or has I should say she has spoken out on this she has um, responded saying I can confirm that this is 100% not true this is referring to an Instagram post that is about Brandy adopting a child from Brian's affair additionally Stephanie states being there for her injured daughter after the accident while holding it together for her husband and children The unexpected news of a pregnancy and now being a mom of four with a newborn trying to juggle filming it's a lot of anyone to take that last part doesn't make sense i keep wanting to say it's a lot for anyone to take i want to correct it for her but i'm sure she was like you know anger typing she wrote next brian is a good man and loves his family very much they don't deserve the stuff i have seen online today Anyone pushing the narrative that her adopted son was born from her husband having an affair on her is false, insane, and would be hurtful to anyone. If it were true, then she would be honest about it because she would have nothing to hide, but it's untrue. So that's the official statement of her best friend, Stephanie Holman. No statement from Stephanie about her own husband cheating on her. So these are all, for now, alleged rumors. And on that note, it is time to sign off. But everyone, stay guiltless, and I look forward to reporting to you guys next from New York City.